Hey everyone, before we kick this episode off, I urge everyone listening to like and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you may get your podcast from. So if you listen to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating, or also subscribe to us on Spotify. And I urge all of our listeners to head to our website, and you can get more than just our podcast from there. We have news stories all the time there, we have feature articles there, so head to tnpmedia.au. That's tnpmedia.au. All right, without further ado, we'll get stuck into the podcast. Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au. Alright, welcome. This is a very special episode of the Talking Power podcast. It's podcast number uh, 164. I'm here with Johnny Alardi to my left, to your right on the screen. If you're watching this, this is a YouTube uh, podcast as well, so you can get it as a YouTube one. We are down here at the Penrite uh, brand new facility. What a magnificent facility, oh, mate, Johnny. I wasn't expecting this. I, nah, I wasn't nah. expecting something so big. Nah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's a magnificent venue and uh, quite large, and we're here for the, it's the it's V8 Supercar. We- Sorry, I keep calling it V8 Supercar. Supercar Weekend. So we had the the two Mustangs. We'll have the two Mustangs out here shortly, and uh, really looking forward to. We're going to try and catch up with Dave Reynolds, Matt Payne. Yep. Uh, we're also going to try and catch up with Dave Couchy as yep. well. Then we have all the brand ambassadors for Penrite here tonight as well. So we're going to try and catch up with all of those guys as guys and girls. Well, it looks like there's a few of them here too. So. There's quite a lot here. Yeah. So if you're watching the video, yeah, you tune in and have a look there. There's some great, great video. Johnny will be shooting some video there. So yeah, we're looking forward to big night here. We've got drag. We've got every sort of discipline covered. We've got door slammer just over there. We've got um, the supercars are about to be pulled in over here. Uh, sprint we've got cars. Sprint yeah, sprint cars. cars over there, go karts over there, motocross over there. Uh, we've got the target cars. We've got target here as well, just over there as well. So there's a go kart. Yeah, we'll try and catch up with Trenner a bit later on. And also we've got Chris uh, Caruso with his all three of his cars. He didn't bring one. He's got all three of them here. So we'll try and catch up with Chris as well on the podcast so it's going to be a huge episode uh, i've got the chapman brothers with their door slammer so really looking forward to this one johnny thanks for coming out as well i know we oh, no, uh, it's mean, a week night it's a school night as know, my wife says I'll, it would have been some you know you always like to go to these things even if you're not involved in it but it's actually forced me to come which is good and i'm glad i'm here because i don't get out to many of these things and it's yeah. always good to see the drivers and the cars outside of the track you yeah. get to see them a bit more closer up and mm-hmm. you get to be a bit more um uh, you know not intimate but obviously a lot more closer with the yeah. drivers and, yeah. and obviously all the other oh. drivers around as well i hope you don't get into it <laughs> not intimate but angel yeah. will be upset you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> anyway look we're looking forward to it it's going to be a big night here so yeah stay tuned and uh we'll, we'll bring the interviews to you right away all right, yeah, you're right. I was nervous. <laughs> we're all sorted now. We're good we'll, to go. We'll start off where I was saying. Well, I, I am officially nervous because we've got the boss man here, Johnny, the boss man, David Couchy. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. It's no great worries, to guys. have you here. No, thanks for having me. You're at, you find yourself at Grove Racing now. 
you went from a lot of people probably think you went from a really big team to a smaller team but to be honest with you when I look at the Groves portfolio they're probably just as big as Triple Eight when you look at the the categories that they're running in. What's it been like moving over to to, to Groves? Um, yeah, look, it's, it's been a great um, it's been a great experience so far. And look, we're, we're definitely growing. You know, we're really trying to build this team into something you know really special. You know, our goal is to win championships with Penrite Racing, um, and we've got you know some two great cars and two great drivers um, and we're putting all the things in place to be able to do that it's a it's a long hard road there's a lot of work to do but mate, yep. everything is is heading in the right direction so it's really positive yeah yep i, I don't we we don't want to talk about the elephant in the room but the new cars I, i've got to be honest they look absolutely magnificent they do i agree so the sport has done a magnificent job bringing to the fans two beautiful well a category of beautiful looking cars i must say how, how big of a challenge was that shift from the what we'll call Gen 2 or whatever it was to this, this, this vehicle, Gen 3 vehicle? Well, look, there's, there's only really one component that was carryover, and that was the transaxle, and even that actually had some modifications to, to make it work in this car. So it was completely new, um, and it was a big challenge. There was a lot of challenges with um, parts availability. Um, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a big push over towards the end of last year after we finished racing the Gen 2 cars in December. Um, a lot of people didn't get a, a Christmas. Um, and then, you know, January, February was pretty wild with um, getting these together um, and then going testing. So... Mate, it's been, a, it's been a huge effort from everybody at Penrite Racing. Um, but, look, we've got a great team and some great sponsors. So, um, you know, it's been uh, – I think we've built two magnificent-looking cars. Um, we've proven that they're fast, and, and now we're just looking forward to going racing and, and getting some results. You're in a probably a little bit of a fortunate situation as well because you've got probably one of the biggest test drivers of that Gen 3 car is in your team now, Garth Tander. Massive coup for you guys I felt as West Australians we're going to say that of course <laughs> uh, yeah yeah he's alright <laughs> <laughs> he goes alright but tell us a bit about getting him because I mean at the end of the day he's put a few K's on, on the on the Gen 3 car I know it was the Camaro but tell us a bit about getting him on board as well yeah, so obviously I'd, I'd worked with Garth in a, in a previous life, and there's no question that um, he's a you know he's a true professional. He's an outstanding driver. Um, one of the big attractions of, of Garth was you know um, having Matt Payne as a rookie this year. Um, we really wanted um, you know another person to, to work with him alongside with Dave um, to to really be able to mentor him and 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 sort of you know show him the the right way and and give him some direction um, very early on in his career. So that that's what made it, it very attractive. Uh, Garth very attractive to us, um, you know. Aside from the fact that he's an exceptional driver, mm. that we can bolt in the car for the for the Sandown 500 yeah. um, and Bathurst 1000. So, yeah. um, you know, look, he's a he's a class act, and, and yeah, it's a pleasure to work with him. And he's he's really brought brought some some great knowledge and experience to this team. Yeah, yeah. Talk us through back pains for a lot of listeners. It'd be a new name to the sport, but if you look at his credentials, like what what happens in New Zealand? Is my first question. There must there must be something in the water in New Zealand because they produce some magnificent drivers they over have, there yeah. and he's really no exception is he? Oh look Matt's, um, Matt's done a great job I mean he ran in Super 2 last year um, and he, you know we, we knew he was fast and, and he showed that last year that he's, he's fast um, and we asked him to work work more at um, you know he speeds there which is great that's the first step um, now it was about you know developing his racecraft 
um, and, and all those you know other things that, that you need to um, you know to be able to be a good racer. So he started developing that last year, and this year he's just really matured really quickly. Um, the first two rounds were circuits that he's never driven at before. Um, so and he's and he's done exceptionally well at both of those circuits. Um, it, it, it's cutthroat. It's 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 a you know one of the most probably the most competitive touring car championship in the world. Um, so to step up into the main series after only one year of Super Two, he's he's a tough ass, but he's really risen to the to the challenge. And um, so far, I've got nothing but praise for him. Yeah, because Lee's shoes were difficult ones to fill, aren't they? Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, but I think I think yeah, he's from the outside looking in. He's an enormous talent. I can see that. So you, as a team principal now, the big man in charge, have you found any new challenges in, in, in the new role? Oh, 100%, yeah. I mean, it's very different um, going from race engineering, sort of one car, to um, being able to run a whole, a whole team is, is a massive uh, is a massive learning curve. But look, I've got some great people around me. Um, you know, Brenton and Stephen Grove. Um, you know, they're really great businessmen. Um, they understand racing, as you touched on at the start. They're they're true racers, so they understand what it takes to go to go racing. And, and look, I got I got a lot of quality people around me that um, you know help throughout the whole team. So it's all about building building getting good people around you, um, helping them all to work together. Um, you know, pointing everyone in the right direction and sending everyone on their way. Yeah. So yeah, it's all, uh, it's all, it's all happening. Do you resist the urge ever to look over the engineer's shoulder on the laptops and say, oh, what's going on there? Or do you, how hard is that for you to do? Because you sat in that role for a long time at Triple Eight. So how yeah. hard would that is that for you now as a team principal not to not to be watching over the engineers? Uh, yeah, no, it, it is difficult. Look, and I'm still very interested in the engineering side and, um, you know, I still know what's going on and, and take a keen interest because, yeah, that's, um, yeah, I have, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I've spent a lot of my life doing. Yeah. Um, but, no, look, look, I have had to just let go um, and let them do their job. And when you've got quality engineers like we have, um, you know, we've got a really good bunch led by Grant McPherson as our technical director, yes. Alison McVeigh, who's, you know, one of the most experienced and talented race engineers in the categories. He's won Bathurst. He's, he's won plenty of races. Um, and then we've got a young Jack Bell who's uh, working with um, Matt Payne, who worked with him last year and was very impressive. So um, we brought him up to the main series. So um, And then there's other support engineers yeah. as well. So, um, yeah, look, we've got a really good crew. So um, I'm letting them do their thing. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I'm not sure, Johnny, do you have any... Oh, I, I maybe jumping, jump to the weekend, I suppose. The, you've got a CRG change for, the, for this weekend. Do you think that's going to make any difference in, in your performance this weekend? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, like I said before, this this category is so competitive that the, the smallest things do. You know, they do make a difference. So, um, yeah, it's not insignificant. So it will make a difference, and um, we'll see what it really means in uh, when it comes to racing. Um, we'll see what that uh, does for our tire life and sort of longevity over a race. So, um, yeah, look, you know, all these changes are very important that, that supercars get these right, and they're working hard to do that. Yep. And fuel mapping? Do we know anything on that? Is any and they're going to happen this weekend or is that still down the track? Yeah, we, no, we're expecting some uh, some changes to the um, to the sort of straight line performance for, for this weekend. So, um, again, um, supercars are working hard towards making sure that we've got a, a fair and equal playing field. Um, you know, that's what they that's what they that's what their job is to do, um, and, and they're working hard to and they're working hard to make that happen. Cool.
David, it was a real pleasure having you on the podcast. We, we, I know we all sort of thought, you know, you can get David on, that'd be awesome. You know, it's all very well interviewing the races, but it's, it's, it's I, I always look up to what you guys do because all of us, we wanted to be racers, but we couldn't quite, you know what I mean? I never had the talent, but I always wanted to do something, be involved in the level that you guys are involved in. But again, the opportunities didn't happen for me. But I think what you guys do is absolutely amazing. And, uh, you know, you're almost a household name across Australia. So, so I don't want to have you on the podcast, to be honest. Uh, thank you for having me. And, yeah, no, it's a privilege to do this job and to, to work with Penrock Racing. So, yeah, thank you very much. Most definitely. All right. Thank you, David. Thanks for coming on. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Cheers. I'm here with Mark Chapman of the Chapman Brothers Racing Team and Michelle Dolan. Michelle, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having yeah. us. Thank you very much. For those, for our, I think for our regular listeners, our regulars, they'll know who, who we're talking to. They'll know exactly who we're talking to. But for those that aren't so regular, explain, you race in Top Door Slammer here in Western Australia and compete nationally as well this year. And yep. last year as well, did you? Yeah, I went a few yeah, rounds. Went to, went to Springs. Alice Springs, yeah. Yep, yep. It's a great event up there that they do over there. But tell us a bit, Door Slammer, it's based on a... Door slammer, a car with opening and closing doors. Correct, yep. In Australia, uh, yep. supercharged. Yep. Um, just explain a bit your particular car. Well, the chassis all have to be made of 4140, the chrome molly. Yep. Um, they have a weight limit on them, and it's depending on the size of the engine. So with that 521 in our vehicle, so the weight on that is 2735 in mm-hmm. pounds. Yep. And uh, the overdrive is maximum of 108 on a screw blower on a D rotor. Yeah, okay. Yep. So tell us a bit about that. That's Plymouth Fury, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Plymouth Fury based on that. It's a 59. But but there's, in the rules, you can, you know, there's an angle for the window that you can meet and you can shorten the car a bit and lower it, obviously. And so, yeah, there's, there's things that they did and they... The guys that make those bodies trim those bodies to those those sizes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's yep. a beautiful looking car, but for those regular listeners as well, tell us a bit about your history because I remember you guys campaigning the Mustang way yep. back in Ravenswood days. Well, yeah, we um, we bought we bought that uh, chassis. It was a um, Holston uh, kit chassis, yep. and uh, I bought. Um, a Mustang 67 fastback in pieces basically the junkyard in Arizona and Gary and I and another guy called Boris Pacey Carl Pacey yes all three of us made that car up he made all the moulds because he's fiberglass skill and uh, yeah that's how that came around we've still got that vehicle we brought it out to race the Americans straight outlaws (laughs) (laughs) but I broke a piston in it so we tuned it up a bit because it was always a little bit lame. So when we bought that Alki Pro from Greg Gower, yep. we obviously we use it with the big car, but for the little the Mustang, we'd never had that sophistication, so it was just a, like a bit of a guess, but it was a bit lean. So we had a, um, we used to have only a 110 pump on that, so which is the Enderley pump, fuel pump. Yep. So that car now has got, the, the Mustang's got a 990 on it, so... 
So when we did all the figures, it was a bit lean. So when we, we changed the jetting and that, even when we started it up at the back of the shop, it was like I could hear it had a bit more power, yeah. and it just munted the piston. It <laughs> broke the whole, pulled the gudgeon pin out of it because they were basically just Chevy forgings, yeah. JE things. They were fine, but they were a little bit light on, a bit thin, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Yeah. But by lame, he's saying it was still running a seven-second pass. <laughs> But yeah. compared to what he's used to now, 5.82s yeah. and whatnot, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's considered lame. <laughs> well, the best we've done in that is 582, and the air was good that day, and the car was going good. We've changed that one a bit now. It's not running as good, just but we haven't got the ratio in the diff right and yeah. a few other little things. But we ran it all season just to to see. How we, we used to have a, a lighter weight diff in it, and it would blow up all the time. So yeah. we've got that Mark Williams 11-inch in it now, which yeah. is absolutely great so yeah yeah anyway i'll stop waffling and i'll let you guys no 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 i i I enjoy the waffle sorry nick just the the body of the one built behind is that built here yeah it's built by anderson murray anderson in melbourne made them he made there's three uh, there's three or four of them there's peter capiris has got the the same body it's out the same mold um jeff grattens has one in sydney and there's another one that's been built well Murray has sold it and it's just gone wherever the guy's never completed it so I don't know where that is but, but we're the only fury the other two we are called Saratoga. Saratoga. yeah we called ours a fury because we put when we did the stickering and the paint we just put the few extra uh, body molds on it which yeah because all those bodies are built by the same company you know and then the different like Plymouth would get it and they would put a different you know chrome molding on it here yes. and that so that's what we did oh yeah yeah yeah. I was going to say, you know, I didn't even know you had the Mustang. You talked about it. I had to ask you before. What, I, I, the only reason why I knew you still had it was when I've you did it. your video oh, yeah. at the the, the call-out. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, call-out video, I said for oh, Jeff. No. Oh, they still got, they still <laughs> got, the, they've still got the, they still got the Mustang. I didn't even know. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff likes that video. He told me down the drags a couple of times. <laughs> so that's the best one he's ever had. <laughs> but John wanted to race him anyway, so and it was more appropriate anyway. We yeah. just did that just for the for the hell of it yeah but, yeah but yeah john was more in the speed for what that car yeah could do apparently when he tested that he ran a five eight eight or something wow. like that you yeah, know okay. yeah so it, the mustang was at you know outclassed yeah. but, but you know that, no, but that, that's a time. It's, a, it's a show that show anyway yeah, it is, it's, it's, not, it's not so much racing it's a I, I i wrote an article on the website and i said i went to a drag race no sorry i said I went to watch the filming of a TV show and a drag race broke out. That's right, yeah. So that's what that is. But, I mean, we we all went there on that as well. I know, Johnny, well, you went there yeah, with that. The the Americans warned us of that, and I said, ah, right, you know, BS. But when I went, when I was there, I looked around at all the crowd, and there were there was only a couple of people there I knew. So they are all were there fans of the show. So yeah. they, they're right. I was wrong. That's right, yeah. No, so it's a... Yeah, cool. yeah it's definitely... <laughs> it's good... <laughs> Good little show. <laughs> Tell us this season. How did you? How, I know in in WA you finished fourth. Um, things didn't go to plan at the last meet, so no, I went in the dirt. The shoots. It was a bit of a wet day, but the people have been saying, "Oh, the shoots must have been packed moist," or but they, no, they were dry. Um, I don't know why they they came out obviously because they're in their little pilot shoot. Yeah. They're that Stroud version, so the springs on the back of the car. Yep. And the 
the canvas bag, they just didn't come out of it. Mm. First time ever, so I still don't know. If, if there's any experts out there, they might be able to let me know. Get listening in. Contact, <laughs> contact. Contact, please. Yes, that would be great. Michelle, tell us a bit about yourself as well, because I know you're an integral part to this team now, because a lot of the guys know the car and, and Mark, but also know you as well, because you've become... Uh, an integral part of the team. So tell us a bit about you, what, what you do there as well. Um, well, I've been a part of Chapman Brothers Racing since 2008. Um, and, yeah, it all started... I used to sell Mark Speedflow fittings for yep. the Mustang when they were building that. And um, Mark invited me down one time, so uh, I kind of You invited just, yourself down, if yeah, I remember Yeah, right. well, that too. <laughs> Scabbed up a T-shirt and uh, just never left. <laughs> yeah. We've tried to get rid of it a few times, but... It doesn't work. <laughs> no, you have. You've become part of the team. I, I mean, I think people associate the car with you as well and Mark and, and of course, Gary as well, who yeah. didn't... He's standing off over there. Yeah, he's, uh, he's talking to Scotty Tolk. <laughs> he didn't want to be interviewed. <laughs> but, no, I, I think what you guys do... And you'll be, created a bit of a brand for yourselves as well because what people don't understand in WA you are, you are arguably racing against the best door slammers in the world because Absolutely. we got we got John Zapier that lives here just down the road we yep. got Daniel Gregorini who's around the corner. literally around the corner from yeah, us here yeah, I'm sure and well getting to John he you know like at the end of the day he's the best, yeah. you know what I mean. Even the Yanks will have a hard time beating yeah. you know. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's good from that point of view. Yeah, you always learn something, you know, yeah. when you race against him. You know? No, that's right. I mean, and pro- and door slam is that uh, kind of bit different to pro mod as well. It's not well. You the pro mod's really lighter, yeah. and um, the blower is a roots blower fundamentally. And yeah. yeah, so it's slightly different. The Yanks, the cars are a bit biased differently. Yep. The weight, brake weight, the way they weigh the car. Bit mm. lighter on here and there, and and they they're always fiddling around with them, and yeah. they've all basically got those converter uh, come five speed gearboxes in them. So that's right, yeah. yeah. So fundamentally, we can't really compare you guys to them as well. So yeah, well, they're a lot lighter. Yeah, yeah. We've just tried to more so. Um, we like to be an approachable team. Um, you know, obviously, if you follow our team, you know I do the outfits and whatnot, and just try and bring a bit more. Um, more of a family thing around it, you know what I mean? And as I said, we're quite approachable. Um, like, Mark will have a laugh with anybody. Yep. I love involving the kids in it because at the end of the day, drag racing yep. needs fresh blood injected into it. Yep. You need to get the kids involved. So that's why a big part of what I do um, and try and promote it from my perspective for Mark and Gary to get the team's name out there. Yeah. Um, just to encourage new people in because... I, I don't come from a drag racing background. I'm, yep. I'm from Kavuli, um, you know, and I've kind of made this myself, but Mark and Gary have given me this wonderful opportunity to kind of just run wild with mm. my ideas and yep. um, everything I do, you know, is for the better of the team yep. and to get our name out there and to encourage other people that you don't need to have a drag racing background to be involved in it. Yeah, that's right. So. Most certainly. And that's the thing I find with drag racing as well. It is a, it's a, it's an all-encompassing sort of sport. We do drag a lot of people in that yeah. haven't necessarily had the background. I mean, myself, I've never competed myself, but I've been following the sport since the early 90s. Yep. From when I could drive down the track, I could, and I, I went yep. down there. But I, I still feel part of the sport because even though I've never competed myself, I feel part of the yeah, sport. feel involved. Yeah, yeah and that's the, what drag racing does. Absolutely. I think the biggest thing as well is also encouraging people that 
you don't have to be able to afford a car to be involved. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I've never driven a race car. Like, I've taken a street car down the track, but, yeah. you know, and I've, you just create a brand, you yeah. know what I mean? And I love supporting Mark and Gary and, you know, Mark, in my eyes, is the best driver on that track, mm. but uh, bias a slight bit. But yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like we we have a really good By thing a going. Country mile, or yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's a really good thing, and I think people really need to understand that people are accepting of yeah. bringing people in that don't have the background. So yeah. I hope I hope there's a lot of new fresh faces that get involved in it. Definitely, I oh, don't play yourself down, Mark. I've seen that car with my own <laughs> eyes on one wheel. Yeah. Driving down the other track on one wheel. Many times. So, so for people that don't understand that, but go back and YouTube. <laughs> go, go and YouTube some videos. I can, you know, these cars sometimes get up on one wheel and still yeah. make their way down the track. So, yeah. I think what you do is magnificent. I think what all the door slammer guys yeah, in WA all good. do. They're all good. You know, Daniel, and now oh. we're seeing Lisa come yeah. into the sport yep. as well, running. You know, consistent six sides. I don't think she cracked into the five. No, very, not very yet. Close. She was yeah. very, very yeah. close. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, well, we're seeing some great things in Dorsland. Talk us a bit through Penride as well, because we're here at the Penride night tonight. So talk us. Through. Yeah, well, we saw Penride's association in drag racing go way, way, way yeah. back to John Zappier. Yeah, well, started with John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, um, he when he was at Southside or you know affiliated with Graham and Lloyd. Yeah, they were they only used the Penride oil down there. So, yeah, and that's yep. where that came from. And yeah, yeah. So that was that was that was a good start. Yeah. So, so they developed the. Um, 50, they're 40, 70 for, for John. So. Yep, yep, yep. But we've been quite lucky. We've um, When Mark and Gary first bring out the Mustang, Penrite have sponsored us since day dot. So yeah, okay. we've been um, pretty fortunate and uh, very grateful for what they've done for us and they continue to um, stand by our side. As Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. We just bumped into Morton and he basically had a look and he went, what well, do you guys want all? And I went, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It was just as simple as that. People think that that's, you know, cheap sponsorship. It's actually not. That's, that's, no, that's stuff, especially the stuff that you guys are running. Yeah, well, the that synthetic oil, you know, that 10 tenths range that they've got, it's an expensive additive to make that, you know, that crack, the way they crack that, um, the hydro yep. crack and the PAO additive is in it. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, it's an expensive oil to, to make. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's good. It takes the methanol too. So, see, some, some oils can't... Mix with the methanol, you know, it will separates, and but that not not a problem. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing that's quite important. Like, because you're on the edge, you guys, and like sometimes you are getting a heap of methanol in the oil. You got to drop the oil out, and well, you know. it's, yeah, it's right. It's a full full um, mechanical injection. It's not electronic, so you are pumping a lot in at idle as well. You know, because mm-hmm. you've got to keep it relevant. You've got to when you go to the start line, you want to have the head temperature at a, at a certain temperature. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't. You don't want it too cold and you don't want it too hot. Mm. So, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. A lot of people wouldn't understand that. They probably think these cars are EFI. You've got some laptop there and yeah, there's some no, no, no. Fast and the if Furious only. sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fast and the Furious tune-up. Well, no, if, it's if not. you did have, if they were electronic, you could keep the oil a lot cleaner. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Mark, 
It's yep. great having you here, Michelle. Thank Same. You. Great to have you on the podcast. No I think problems. one day we should try and get out to the workshop and do a little bit more in, in detail because we've only done 14 minutes and I think you guys really need a lot longer than that. So we'll, we'll try and get out to the workshop one day, maybe do, or if you can come into the studio as well, whatever suits you. Yeah, not a and problem. maybe we can grab Gary as well. Yeah, perhaps. yeah. well, yeah, get, if you get him waffling, he, he won't stop. So <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I, I feel like... I feel like if we went to the workshop, he might be more. Yeah, you know that's right. I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's. He's really yeah. the brains behind everything. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he is. He's a smart cookie. Yeah, and you, that's the thing with Door Slammer Racing. You've got to be super, super smart, and you've got to know what you're doing. Like I told you before, off air. You know, I crewed with Simon for a, a year or two, yep. and I just couldn't do it because it's beyond me. You know what I mean? And yeah, you've got to know what you're you got to be there all the time thinking about it, even when yeah. you're on the can, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I've got to do that, that, that. <laughs> Well, you've got well, the can. True, isn't it? You've got the can right at the start line <laughs> now, pretty sure much. you your best thinking, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You sure don't think about race cars, let me tell you. <laughs> All right. All Look, right. thanks for your time and coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. No problem. So right. Take care. Okay. We hope you're liking this podcast. If you are, head to our iTunes or Spotify um, podcast channel and like and subscribe to us there. Also, head to our website, tnpmedia.au. You can get all of our episodes, every single one we've ever recorded, from our website there as well. There's also a heap of YouTube content, so head to our YouTube channel and subscribe to us there. That's Talking Power. Wherever you get us, make sure you like and subscribe us there. Uh, we can really do with the, uh, the subs. Thanks, everyone. Now back to the second half of the podcast. Hey, it's great to have. We have the, the big... I said when Dave Coucher came on before, I said we've got the big boss here, but now we've got the real big boss here. We've got Toby Diamond all the way over to my left, CEO of Penrite. We've got David Reynolds, driver... Driver, organic of component the, of the number twenty-six Ford Mustang, Penrite Mustang, and newcomer, not really newcomer, but newcomer to the top tier of supercars, Matt Payne here with us, guys. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. It's a great honour to have you guys on. Actually, thank oh, you. Thanks, yeah, nice. cool. thanks for having us, Dave. We'll start with you. I don't think you'll ever see us like three getting interviewed at once. No, 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 probably no. not. So time. this is quite unique. <laughs> quite a unique situation. Dave, we'll start with you. Um, talk us through the new car. It looks absolutely mag- well. One's already gone, but the other one that's still <laughs> over there it looks absolutely magnificent. Your, I know there's been some little bit of negativity about the new car, but yep. from a fan point of view, I have to be honest with you. It's a much better presenting car. Yes, they than do look a lot better. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one thing they've done right. They look better and sound better. Yeah. So I think <laughs> naturally over the, the course of the year and the next two years, we'll see a, a better car come to fruition, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Tell us where you sit with it at the moment. Yeah, I suppose the um, the biggest difference, I suppose, for us right now is like last year, last, last year was 10 years evolution of that car. So yep. after 10 years, you get pretty good at feeling one car, driving one car, setting up one car, and the whole feel you get through the front tyre and everything, and the racing, everything, everyone knew what the knew the product they had. Yeah. So now they've sort of changed everything. It's a completely different car, it's got way less downforce, there's a lot more set parts in it, the, the parameters we have in the front end and everything are a lot more set, a lot more duller for us to drive, so it's just going to take a lot of time for the drivers to sort of adapt to it. Yeah. You know, we, we sort of have to forget what we had in the past. 
and just concentrate on what we have in the future. So yeah, it's it's a it's a huge fundamental change for us drivers and the engineers as well because the parameters they can play with now are, are a lot more simple. Mm. But surprisingly, they make a big difference to to car performance. So if you the, the small chains make a big difference where before we'd have to change quite a big significant change to get a big feeling change yeah so yeah they're, they're just they're just kind of they just they're just different and that's what everyone's complaining about yeah yeah matt you come into the sport my first question to you matt is what what's in the water in new zealand because is there any chance an Australian's going to win the championship? Last five years, yeah, me. Who <laughs> had Kiwis win the championship? Tell us, you've come from a. When I looked into your resume, the Toyota series, you downplayed it a little bit over there. That's a. We've got Lando Norris coming from there, Lance Stroll, like some pretty big names coming from that category. I didn't realise how huge that was. Yeah, I think, um, you know, like we, uh, obviously I did go-karting for a long time and, you know, like I said before, you know, we you either stay in go-karting for a long time or, or you, you sort of stop and you join the car racing community in New Zealand, which is, you know, uh, probably used to be a little bit bigger than it is now, but... Mm. Um, yeah, like, you know, we've got great tracks in New Zealand, um, great, great go-karting tracks from what I from what I think. So um, I think that creates pretty good drivers just yep. with the diversity we have. And you um, start super young. Yeah, like like I started go-karting. I, I actually got a go-kart for my uh, fifth birthday and I knew about it before I was five. So I started <laughs> real young and, and like, we, we just went practicing for a while. But, um, yeah. yeah, you know, we always have different weather probably a little bit more rain than in australia so that definitely changes it but um yeah you know like just plenty of there's plenty of kiwi guys out there just wanting to prove that you know we're, we're just as good as you know everyone else even though we're from a small country so i think that sort yeah. of drives us a little bit more as well sure. there's, there's a lot more to it if you yeah, I, like I, I raced over there. Their, their tracks are quite technical. Like yeah. you actually got to really think about how you drive an, a, a car and a track around a circuit. It's, yeah. it's really funny. Um, plus, you, get, you know, you do get your license, your full license when you're 13, or racing license when you're 13. When in Australia, it's 16. Yeah. So by the time like he's 19, he's got the same experience as a 21 year old here. So yeah, you know, it's um, that's that's probably why they come here and they they are young to start, but they've actually got quite a lot of experience. Yeah. Toby, over Thank to you, you on the controls of, of Penrhyne. He's the big Talk, dog. He no, is. No, no, mum's big boss. Mum's the big dog. Mum's Where's mum? I don't know where mum is. <laughs> how amazing is that story? <laughs> I wasn't. I don't think. This is how inconsiderate the best that? time yeah, that's to just annoying. be the recording a podcast. The everywhere. Toby, talk, how, how lovely it is for your mum to come over here as well. I wasn't aware of that. Aaron didn't give me the brief on that. Yeah. But, uh, so that is, that's amazing. But talk us through, let's go back a few years, 2017, this man delivered what mm. Penrite's yeah, it was bit, one of their biggest wins, I would say, even for Betty as well. Even for myself. <laughs> it was yeah, huge. It, it, it was. It put Penrite on the map. Yep. Um, it was an amazing event. Uh, I went up there on uh, the Saturday and Dave, I think he qualified second, second right? Um, I think you, uh, I think it was um, McLaughlin, right? I think you got pole. And, they were um, probably cheating, you know. Probably Ooh. cheating. No, we won't go there. Um, <laughs> but um, I remember being up there, and it was this amazing feeling. The car was really, really strong. Um, and Luke was probably probably Luke 16th. Yielding, yeah. yeah, Luke Yielding was probably 16th or 17th. Yeah, no, it wasn't, there was a good vibe in the team, wasn't there? It was a good it was, vibe. It was a very, very good vibe. Um, it was all happening. But it rained all day. Um, 
Yeah, there you go. There goes the car. Uh, it's been raining all day, uh, but it was an amazing event. Um, Dave just drove so well. But I remember Shane coming through the pack, and but he was barging everyone off and, and, and spinning and stuff like oh, that. I had, but, I had his but it was our second year in supercars, and it was amazing um, achievement for for Betty and, and, and Barry and you know the Erebus team who we're not with anymore. But um, it was great. It yeah. was, and, and Dave, obviously, we won't talk about 2018, but it could have been back to back for us. Yeah, but, it should have been was, really. That's like yeah, still, it still sucked, like kills me doesn't it but you know probably was, still kills you too yeah <laughs> but you know i spoke to um you know chris wall smith who used to be the ceo of uh, super cheap and he had been sponsoring supercars for 20 years yeah and never won a bathurst and here we are penrite turns up after two years and wins bathurst yeah um but so it was great you know we're very proud of um dave and luke what they did and um the, the, rest the, is history. the good part is that every oil that they sell we use in our car yeah the racing to the gear oil, to the grease, to the lubes, everything you can buy off the shelf. Yeah. And that was the big sticking point Amazing feeling. But isn't it, don't you think it's true, car guys, yeah. car guys do use, I just asked Johnny before, I yeah. said, do you use Penrite? Is that, oh, it was yeah. a good question. That is, I run HPR 10 in my Falcon yeah, as great, well. Yeah. You know, it's... it's. Did I run HPR 30 in my Mazda 21 years ago? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> before I ever knew these guys. You know, and that was my dad's philosophy at the time. You know, he wanted to make oils that people could buy off the shelf and, and use it in their everyday car and their race car and, and we stand by that today Yeah, and it's something that we're very proud of. Uh, we don't do special blends for the race team but they use the same product um, that everyone else can buy which is the yep. Racing 5 product I think they've even gone to a zero weight yep. product at the moment mm. which is a Racing racing Zero so yep. you know we're very happy with that and very proud of Dave and, and Matt and uh, hopefully they do really well this weekend. <laughs> so uh, do I yeah, we're going to be trying <laughs> No, but it's honestly, it's, it's to their credit, they built, they have an amazing product. Yeah. And I, the reason why I ran uh, HBR 30 in my Mazda 21 years ago is because the mechanic told me. Yeah. And these guys do a fantastic yeah. job at building that relationship with the mechanics and tell, yeah. them, tell them about the product. And obviously, they go and use it on, test it on the road, and it comes up. You know, yeah. people don't realise our success and our secret formula is mechanics. Yeah, yep. you know, people people go to mechanics and say, you know, what's the I don't best know, oil? What's yeah, the best the oil? oil? And they always say, and it's a word of mouth. My dad was a very strong believer in word of mouth, although social media and all those other new forms of marketing, but the word of mouth is still the strongest for sure um, way of marketing a brand for sure. Quick question. For yourself again, yeah. how how involved did you get? We're big followers of Sketch Coleman. Yes. How involved did you get in the super cheap auto ad for the Penrite branded in that commercial? We we give some advice, um, but there's five other oil companies involved. Yeah. Um, Is that the recent one I did? Yeah, five. Yeah. yeah so that one. Yeah, the golf one. The golf yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun. That was fun. We. we, we super cheap is a, you know a very big customer of Penrite. Um, you know, they have a very big marketing budget and a spend, and uh, but we just say we'd like to have a have a, a car or a, a feature that represents our brand. Yeah, we're very um, focused on the Australian side of our manufacturing and our ownership, so we ask them to try and put a Australian flavour on on the marketing, which they're very happy to do. Um, but we try and give them, you know, some direction, but. Leave it up to them. Yeah, you do that magnificently, I must say. The Penrite brand, even the the 2017 and and 18 cars had that Australian flag theme running yeah, that, through. That's them. a Toby thing, yeah. isn't it? Well, <laughs> he loves it. I mean, true story. I went down to the bottle shop today to um, not not for myself, but to get some staff some gifts for. We haven't been over to WA for three years, um, but walked into the bottle shop and um, we said, you know, we've got a Penrite event on tonight, and 
and the guy said the same thing. I use Penrod in my car. And I said, oh, did you know it's Australian? No, I think it's American. You would not believe how many people think Penrite is American. Even though we, you know, fly the Australian flag very proudly, we say that we're, you know, proudly Australian-owned, and but people still think we're American. Yeah. You yeah. would not believe it. Look, I know a lot of people... That pisses me off, eh? Does it piss uh, you off? Um, sometimes I think our marketing team's not doing a good enough job. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't. I disagree. I think they do. I, I love your. I, lo- I love your marketing. I think it's it's magnificent. Because yeah. I've always associated Penrite yeah. to be Australian, but we wouldn't use anything else either. You yeah. know what I mean? A car guys just have this natural tendency. You're born. It's born in t- yeah. to use. Pen- I keep. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I just play around with an old Falcon at home, an XW, and I keep a bottle of it on the shelf yeah. in, in stock. And I just got the one car. I know Johnny does the same as well. He's, you know, we keep we keep Penrod in stock at home. You know, it's just, it goes, it, it just the brand marries yeah. to the to the Australian yeah. psyche, I guess. Yeah. I, I think it's maybe the association with when we started Penrod in 1926, the Pennsylvania name, yeah. where the pen came from, obviously people associate Pennzoil, yeah. Penrite, and they maybe get some confusion. And some people will say Penrite can't be Australian because it's too successful. So really, yeah. So yeah. it's true. People think that you know an Australian company can't be this successful. We're still mm. a reasonably sized company. We're not in, we're in the oil space. You know, they're probably, oh, we're they're large, probably correct because yeah. what other oil company in Australia has done it? You know, we're. we're just wait for this drifter. I'm, I'm waiting for him to hook into some donuts, to be honest. But a lot of people think we're an American brand, so yeah. it's something that we keep reinforcing and we keep, uh, you know, putting in our liveries and our cars yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. I think for us, you know, we're very proudly an Australian business, and um, yeah, we want to continue that way. Yeah, yeah. Matt, back to you. I mean, we talked. We, we saw Garth Tandle before, Great West Australian guy as well. Like, how much how much lobbying is there between the two of you to get him as your co-driver for the big races, or is that is that? It's, um, it's, it's down to him. At the yeah, end of the like day. like I, as much as I probably try to convince him without myself knowing, I think. It's, how do you do it? I don't. Ah, uh, just a sly comment here and there, <laughs> like you know, just. Oh, you know, we're the height wise, yeah, yeah. yeah we've know, got it looks like height. our legs are the same length, you, you know. Sort of, how nah, tall are you? Man? I'm 6'3. Six, 6'3. Three. Six, three, um, wow. Yeah, I didn't realize how tall yeah, you were. Yeah, like if you saw today. me trying to get out of that drag car before, you probably you are the tallest me. supercar driver. Uh, or I'm well, probably Shane be about that. Shane's Shane is about, yeah, he would be about the same. Perkett's pretty tall as well. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, like for for Garth, it's it's up to him. Um, you know, that's part of his contract, who, who he drives with. So, um, yeah, like I'm not going to try and do anything special to influence that decision. <laughs> I think it's it's just you know I'm doing my job, and hey, if he picks me, it'll be great. And I'm just as happy to drive with Kevin as I would be with Garth. So I think they're both very good drivers. We only asked that question as patriotic West Australia. <laughs> it was it wasn't a loaded question. Yeah, it certainly no. was. I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. No, no, you're right. He answered it like a politician. Would. He did. Yeah, and, and you know what? It sounded like Mark yeah, McGowan. Said yeah, Aaron yeah. said that you conduct yourself that's, that's very probably, professionally. Yeah, but that's probably a little bit of my downfall. I probably need to be a little bit more humanised. <laughs> I think I'm probably. Do you think you'll, you'll get there one day? Yeah. I mean, like, bring going back to David here. He brought that human element to the sport. You know, the the I know it didn't go down well at the time, but the pot plants at Gold Coast. <laughs> I but get fined for a lot of shit. You know? Yeah, but that that you did. You've bought a lot of 
human element to the sport. Oh, well, and I think yeah. that's marketable. If the, you know, well, what I mean? you know, like the sport. You know, these days you you kind of you kind of have to do something. I think. Like when I watch sport, I always follow personalities and characters. That's what I love. In, yeah. in when I watch sport, so that's who I want to be, and that's yeah. who I unfortunately am. I'm just a person born in Aubrey or Donga, bit of a clown at school. And I'm still a clown and later in life. So yep. but I do have a very serious side when I jump in the car. I'm very business orientated and do my job as best I can. But, yeah. you know, I like to have fun. I think with anyone in their own job, if they're not enjoying it, they're not getting the most out of themselves. Yeah. So I try and make everyone enjoy their life uh, when they're around me and we have a good time and we joke and laugh. And, but there is a serious side to our business. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think so it's why it works with our brand as well. Yeah, with Dave, course. with our brand. Yeah. I think Penrite's a very serious brand, but we also have fun. And I think most people who use our brand have a story. Um, you know, their dad used it or, you know, they used it themselves or they remember a, a person who worked at Penrite. So I think it humanises the brand and mm. I think it's why we got, got along so well so quickly. So yeah. We're both normal people. Okay? Yeah, we're both normal people. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Everyday, everyday people. No, that's it. No, and I, and I, I agree and I think, and I do strongly agree. We're, being West Australian, we follow the AFL and I think we're seeing far too many robots in in in, in football. It yeah. sanitises any sport. It's yeah, kind of boring yeah. and it's hard to sort of um, assimilate with that and like, like it people, is. it's hard to sort of follow and get into a team if they're, they're a bit, you know, corporate or a bit stuck or stiff. It's you kind of want to see joking and fun and make, make me laugh. So yeah. It's what I try and do at the end of the day. I try. I fail a lot, but... <laughs> no, no, I think you've done a magnificent job for the sport and I think oh, and thanks, mate. And we are and we're looking forward to see this young man as well flourish in the sport as well. I know he can he, make me laugh, trust yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> He's I, quite a funny he doesn't even know it yet. No, but I think like in terms I think we're actually a lot more similar people than what we think ourselves. Like we're both you, once once you learn all the you know that you know in a few years you'll be having a good old time with yeah, us. Yeah, I already am having a good time. So. <laughs> no. It all depends on the sponsors. As yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I've had a few sponsors where they're very corporate, very stuck, and it sort of didn't suit yeah. me. Where, you know, obviously Toby and Penrite very much suit me because they're very laid back, very Australian people, and I feel the exact same way. I feel at home. Well, the fact that your mother came up, like, got up, flew in today as yeah. well. Like, she didn't come a day before. No. Marzi's in jam, isn't she? She's, yeah. that's she's, 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 she's still here talking. She's, yeah, she's over, right just over there talking. And uh, that is amazing. I was really taken back by that. As I said, Aaron didn't give me the brief on that. Yeah, a lot but, of people don't realise she's 91. Yeah. You know, she's born in 1931. <laughs> um, it was ah, a long right. time ago. It's 91 years ago. and uh, But she's still strong, you yeah. know, like. She stayed at my house last night before we came over, and you know she still wants her cup of coffee and her cup. You know, and she's very in her routine, but she's very, very, um, you know, very strong person. They, and, don't, they um, don't build them like no, oh, no, yeah. yeah. No. No. She no. sleeps in the swag. She could have a hotel or swag, swag every time. Yeah, oh, wow. she like a campfire. Um, she just likes to, you know, she'll be the last person here tonight. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she just loves connecting with people, and um, no, we're very, very lucky, very proud, and. You know, sometimes I tear up a bit thinking about where we've come from. You know, as a, we had no money when we were growing up. Um, you know, I, I did motorsport and I couldn't afford to do it. Mm. And my dad owned an oil company. <laughs> um, you know, and so it was just one of those things. Everything we earned went back into the business. Yeah. And it's taken us 40 years to get to where we are here in WA. Yeah. And the company's nearly 100 years old. 40 years? Yeah. 40 years it took us to get here. Yeah. So it just but takes takes time. That, that's Western that. Australia, though, in a, in a heart shell, isn't it? It takes 40 years for stuff to happen over here. <laughs> that's a, you, you raise a good point, and Aaron and I had this discussion last night on the phone, to, not last night, the night before on the phone. A lot of people don't know Penrite has been here for a very, very long time. 
And then a lot of a lot of West Australians will say, "Oh, it's about time you come here." Yeah, yeah. I remember going to your Welsh pool. You downplayed the Welsh pool branch a little bit. I, I thought <laughs> it was actually not a bad place. No, though. it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. It wasn't, but you know, I mean, this is this is absolutely yeah, magnificent. I mean, yeah, this yeah. is uh, well class. Yeah, yeah. But your your commitment to Western Australia is, yeah. is, is has always been there, and that, that's one message. Like we think back to John Zappi, you would remember yeah, John Zappi, yeah. you know. Uh, now you we've marked the Chapmans, and they're another great family. Yeah, door slammer racing here yeah, in Western it's, it's Australia huge. is it's top huge. tier. Yeah. yeah, and we all associate Penrite, even even though you're not a sponsor anymore, we still think John Zappier. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, he's sponsored by another royal company now. But, yeah, he uh, is. But yeah, I still associate he with, with, with Penrite. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. And I and I think that's testament of, of the brand. Um, you know, everything that John Zapier tested back in those days, we still use today. Now, yeah. And he used a product called HPI fifty. Yep. Um, you know, it's been around for a long time. It's a forty. It's actually a fifty weight oil, um, but it's a forty seventy grade. Um, and it's just something that we've been passionate about with door slamming racing, and we probably don't do as much as we do. You know, today that we did 15, 20 years ago, we were too busy putting money into supercars. <laughs> um, but yeah, but even the cars today use the same products that we used 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, really appreciate you coming on. I know you've got a tight schedule, so I'll let you guys go. I hope to see you down. I will be down there on the weekend, but I don't know if I'll catch up with you. I'll try. I'll. I know you're very busy, but I'll, I'll come and say hello anyway if, uh, if you've It'll got the great. time. Be good to see you down there. All the best with with um, uh, uh, I was going to say Barbagello Carco this weekend. Well, hang on, uh, has it changed? Yeah, it's Carco now. Carco Raceway. When did that happen? So Barbagello withdrew hey? their naming rights probably two years ago. So it was Wanneroo oh. Raceway for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Back to the old Wanneroo Raceway. I still and call it Barbagello. Is no, that off Car- out of the family? The Barbagello family. Car-co. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barbagello. Oh. It's Carco. So uh, it's a dealership, oh. but they specialise in second-hand cars. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had no idea. Thanks for telling me. Yeah, yeah. So no longer every day. No longer Carco. It's now. Oh, sorry, no yeah, longer no. Barbagello. <laughs> yeah, you're confusing Jeez. yourself now. But yeah, the the deg. I don't look. Garth would know better than myself. I was at the track not that long ago, and yeah, it did look a bit mm, that, second-hand. That, that greyish. It's gone a bit grey. Yeah, that, it you know, gets pummeled by the. Uh, the sand. elements out there, yeah. the sand. Like it the does, sun yeah. Yeah, yeah the it wind. certainly the does. Wind, so. yeah. Anyway, guys, no, I know we're getting the hurry up. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you for so your much. time. It's an honour having you guys on the podcast, yeah. to be honest. Have the three of you on here, it really is, and uh, really appreciate And thank you for having us here as well. It's great no to be here. Thank you for coming, yeah. guys. Is this, no, our first, this is our first recent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, okay. really appreciate it. No yeah. worries. Take care. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, it's Nick from the Talking Power Podcast, and that is our first part of the Penrite Oil Special Podcast, where we catch up with all the ambassadors of sport. So make sure you tune in next week when we'll have part two ready for you. So that'll be a huge episode. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Take care.